0: The reading this evening is taken from Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verses one to ten. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards are so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go unto my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of the Lord. Evening, everyone. Evening. Let's pray,
1: shall we? Father, thank you for today. Thank you um, that it is a day of celebration. God, I pray that you would speak to us tonight and change our hearts um, and that we would know you close this evening. Amen. 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 Hopelessness, that's where we're going to start tonight. Hopelessness. Maybe a bit strange on Easter Day, but don't worry, we'll get there. Hopelessness, it hurts hopelessness when we you know see the things on the news that break our hearts the hopelessness we feel when we experience illness in ourselves or in those we love or the hopelessness when we look to the future of our planet and it just feels bleak it often feels like nothing will ever get better that there's nothing we can do about it and then that leads us into a dark place perhaps away from God because of it being so difficult to know his goodness. But of course, in this world of hopelessness, Easter's message, that's a message of hope. And goodness me, don't we need hope? Hope as individuals, as a city, as a nation, and as a world, we need the hope that Easter brings. If you've been here over the last few few weeks, you'll know we've been journeying together through these questions of unanswered prayer. How do we get through it? Why are my prayers not answered? Where will God be in amongst it all? The various things we go through, they can strip us of our hope. Prayer going unanswered can take away our hope, of our hope for the future, of our hope for change And Holy Week can also feel as though hope is gone. You know, as Jesus sits in the garden, pleading with God to take this away from him, as his closest friends leave him the night before he's going to die, where's the hope when Jesus, sent by God to save humanity, is humiliated and crucified on a cross? A prophesied king who would reign for eternity is now dying, hung up on the cross. If we look into that story, the hope for eternity that Jesus came to be is looking quite unlikely. For us, it's easier, right? We know how the story continues, but it's hard to see that hope. On Holy Saturday, for example, where heaven stays silent. Someone who claimed to be the son of God, the savior of the world, the man that turned water into wine and healed the sick and raised the dead has now been killed. In our passage from Matthew today, the women they show up to the tomb. And in our hopelessness, in our brokenness, I think there's a lot in showing up. Our prayers don't always get answered in the way we might ask or the way we might expect. But if we don't show up, we can't see what God does. The women came to prepare the body of Jesus. Even in the midst of their unanswered prayer, they show up. They come to serve Jesus, even in his death. We don't want to miss the work that God does through the pain. He doesn't inflict the pain. That's not what a loving father does. But instead, I believe he can and he will speak powerfully in those moments of despair. I don't want us to miss something happening by letting the fear of nothing happening keep us away. So tonight, let's show up and be with God. And see what he does. So these women, in their despair, they show up. And it's a good job they did. Because in that showing up, they see the greatest miracle of all time. They see their unanswered prayer coming together in that great miracle. They see the empty tomb. The angel tells them the good news. And in that moment, their new hope begins in the resurrection Jesus' death on Good Friday tells of the sacrifice and the love that sees a perfect man dying to take humanity's sin to free us from the chains that sin brings that's Good Friday then Easter morning brings hope he is not here he is risen just as he said Even though Jesus had spoken about what was to come, those around him, they still despaired. They didn't understand. They still felt hopeless. And when we're in the depths, isn't it hard to hold on to the hope that we have in Jesus? But we need to believe that Jesus is who he says he is, did what is written. So even in the depths, we know he is with us and he is for us. And hope in him and who he is replaces our hopelessness in the world. Now, the hope of Easter, it sits completely and entirely in the resurrection because our hopelessness sits in death. Death is the most powerful thing that the enemy had to hold humanity. Sin ultimately led to death But Jesus took that on. All the rubbish stuff we do, all the guilt, all the shame, the good things we don't do, he took it on. The perfect lamb, that was Jesus Christ, took it in our place. Where we should have been, Jesus was on Good Friday. But Jesus overcoming death and putting life where death should be means that we are forgiven. And we have this eternal hope. Forgiveness and an eternal hope. The power of God has overcome the devil's weapon. In Jesus' resurrection, the biggest source of our hopelessness has been defeated. So we can live with hope for now, but also hope for eternity. Some of us might have experienced healing in this life, or we've seen it in people that we know. It's a miracle, it's full of wonder, and it shows the power of God. But it is temporary. So we look through to an even greater hope. In a, from an earthly life that's filled with both joy and pain, we look to a greater hope, one that lasts forever. The resurrection of Jesus is significant because it assures our own resurrection when we give our lives to him. Just let that sink in. Our own resurrection is assured because of his resurrection when we give our lives to him. This verse from 1 Thessalonians 4 says this, for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. The resurrection assures our own resurrection. I'm going to show you a picture now. I think it's going to come on the screen. First one, please, Isabel. Here's a holiday snap. This is, my, this is me and my mom and my sister. This is actually a church in Senon in Cornwall. We've gone to Cornwall on holiday for as long as I can remember. I'm 24, so probably 24 times. Um, And whilst we're there, we go to this chapel. It's called Escal's Chapel, and you'll see what's on the top there. Above the doors of the chapels, it's always had these two flags and a surfboard making a cross in the middle. And so... I mean, you probably haven't heard of it, but like around our parts in Devon and Cornwall, it's known as the church with the surfboard cross. And if you know your beach safety a little bit, you'll know the yellow and the red flags mean that's where you can swim, that's where it's safe, that's where life is. We trust to swim between the flags because it's safe there. And we trust in the cross because it's safe there. Not that life's going to be perfect or without difficulties. Actually, the Bible tells us the opposite. It's the narrow path to follow Jesus. But it's the one that leads to life. It's the one that we can live with hope in. We can live with hope because of the cross and because of the resurrection. Because Jesus has dealt with our sin and given us a way to life in all its fullness So like swimming between the flags, I want to find life in the cross. That's where I want to be, in the life that the cross brings. Hebrews 11, we're going to skip to that a little bit. You can get it up if you like. The first verse of Hebrews 11 is this. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. I'm going to read it again. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, the word hope, in our context, it's quite different to how it would have been in the New Testament. If we say now that we hope for something, you know, you you really, really hope it might happen, you'd really quite like it to, but you're not sure. But the word translated as hope here is actually for something that will happen to us. In the future. So faith is confidence in what we hope for. Faith is confidence in what will happen to us. Then, as Hebrews goes on, the writer tells us about amazing people of faith: about Enoch and Noah and Abraham and Rahab and Moses and so many more. The writer tells us about the things they endured and the way they ran the race set out for them. The reason that they endured that is because they were waiting on promises of a Messiah. They had faith in that, but they didn't receive it. But they chose to live their life based on what God had promised. And now we can do the same. But the good news is that we can now look to Jesus, to what happened at Easter, That's the fulfillment of God's promise that they didn't see, but we can, and we can be filled with hope. These people of faith, they were moved to action because of what they believed, because of their hope. And so like these people, the hope that Jesus' resurrection brought on Easter morning also moved those women in our passage into action. We read that they are afraid yet filled with joy. And they hurry away. They go and tell people. They're entrusted with this news and they carry it to others. So church, if we fully know this hope that comes from Jesus, what are we going to do with it? Is that hope mobilizing us to bring the same hope to the hopeless? As a church, how does the hope that we carry make a difference? I pray that it does, and I pray that it will. Can it help us to look up to Jesus, to look at more, to look at Jesus' love, and how to run towards that rather than what the world might say or think about us? The disciples, they also changed because of the resurrection. It mobilized them into action. They changed because the greatest miracle of all time answered their unanswered prayers. The disciples went from frightened and defeated to joyful and victorious. And that's where we are this Easter day. From frightened and defeated to joyful And victorious. If this is all just made up, why did it change their lives? Why did it change their hearts? Why would they be willing to die for the news of Jesus defeating death? They had assurance in what they did not see, but they had faith. The resurrection has power. I believe that's why it changed their lives. The resurrection has power, and the hope that it brings is completely supernatural. Let the forgiveness of the cross and the hope of the resurrection change your life tonight. But I also feel challenged to ask us to let it change our everyday as well. Our tomorrow might be difficult. I don't know what you're facing, but tomorrow might be difficult. But God is here with us now, and he's working in our situations. His heart is to heal and to reconcile and to bring you into a deeper understanding of his love for you right now, whatever it is your tomorrow looks like. Again, your tomorrow might be difficult. But in Jesus and in his death and in his resurrection, our future is secure and it's certain. And that's the hope that we live for. Death has no hold on us anymore. We're free. We're living in the freedom of that empty tomb. That's the hope that gives us life. And it's a gift that we need to pass on to others so they too can know the love of God the God of hope in a hopeless world, prompting us to look at him and to his goodness and to his love and to his faithfulness and his truth. The book of Revelation speaks about the beauty of death having no power over those who trust in Jesus because of what happened at Easter, where healing is permanent and peace prevails. So if nothing else tonight, I'd love us to just meditate on these words to bring us hope. Let them sink into your heart and let them bring you hope of the resurrection this Easter day. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He will wipe every tear from our eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. In our reading from Matthew, we see that Jesus didn't overcome death and then immediately ascend to heaven. He could have done. That would have been a miracle. He would have defeated death still. But what happened is infinitely more beautiful. Instead, Jesus prioritizes a relationship he wants to meet with the women he wants to meet with his disciples he wants to know them to love them to spend time with them and that's what this is all about that's why we do church it's all about relationship i believe that it's the same thing for us he wants the same thing a relationship but it's our choice He's inviting you, I believe, tonight into this story of hope for this life and the next. And I pray that this evening we'll see the wonder and the truth of the resurrection afresh and take hold of the hope it offers to us and that we'll accept the invitation to this relationship that's built on nothing but love, the love that Jesus has for you the love that he's shown you through his death on the cross and wants to continue to show you each day of your life and forever in eternity because of the resurrection. When we look to the world we can feel hopeless and my prayer is that tonight as we look to the cross to the empty tomb that we choose to be hopeful as we say yes to what Jesus has for us, living as Easter people. Amen.